Chapter Twenty of the Snow Burner by Henry Oyen. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Roger Moline. Chapter Twenty, Toppy's Way. Toppy stood and looked down at his vanquished foe. The convulsive rise and fall of his breast as he panted for breath told how desperately and savagely he had fought. Now, as he stood victorious and looked down upon the man he had conquered, the chivalry innate in him began to stir with respect and even pity for the man whom he had beaten. He looked at Reaver's bloody face as, the head turned on one side, it lay nuzzled helplessly against the soft ground. A wave of revulsion, the aftermath of his fury, passed over him and he drew his hand slowly across his eyes as if to shut out the sight of the havoc that his fists had wrought. And now happened the inevitable. Toppy had not foreseen it, never had dreamed it possible. But now the men who had watched cried aloud their hatred of the big man who lay before them. The king man, their master, was down. Upright they would have quailed before his mere look. But now he was down. The man who had mastered them, broken them, tortured them, lay helpless there before them. The courage and hate of slaves, suddenly in power over their master, flamed through them. This was their chance. They had him now. "'We got him! Kill him!' "'Come on, finish him!' they roared, and threw themselves like a pack of wolves upon the prostrate man. Even as they rushed, Reivers raised his head in returning consciousness. Then he went down under a shower of heavily booted feet. With a bellow of command, Toppy flung himself forward. He knew quite well that this was what Reivers deserved. He had even at times hoped that the men sometime would have the opportunity for such revenge. But now he discovered that he couldn't stand by and see it done. It wasn't in him. Reivers was down, fairly beaten in a hard fight. He was helpless. Toppy's rage suddenly swerved from Reivers to the men who were trying to kick the life out of him. "'Back! Get back there, I say!' he ordered. He reached in and threw men right and left. He knocked others down. One he picked up and used as a battering ram, and so he fought his way in and cleared the rabble away from Reavers. Reavers, with more than human tenaciousness, had retained a glimmer of consciousness. He saw Toppy standing astride of him, fighting for his life. And in that beaten, desperate moment, Reavers laughed once more. "'You're a damn fool, Treplin,' said he. "'You'd better let them finish the job.' Toppy dragged him to his feet. A gleam of mastery flashed over the snow burner as he felt himself standing upright. He swung to face the men. "'Out of the way there, you scum,' he ordered in his old manner. The men laughed in reply. The spell had been broken. The men had seen the snow burner knocked down and beaten. 
They had seen that Toppy was his master. They had kicked him. They had had him under them. No longer did he stand apart and above them. They cursed him and swarmed in, striking, kicking, hauling, and dragged him to the ground. "'Give him to us, boss!' they cried. "'Let us kill him, boss!' Some of them hung back. They did not wish to run contrary to the wishes of Toppy, their boss and champion. Toppy once more got Reivers on his feet and dragged him toward the gate. A knife or two gleamed in the crowd. "'Run for the gate!' cried Toppy. Reivers tottered a few steps and fell. Over him Toppy stormed, fought, commanded, but the mob pressed constantly closer. Then, suddenly, they stopped striking. They began to break. Toppy, looking around for the reason, saw Campbell and a guard running toward them, Campbell with his big revolver, the guard with his gun at a ready. With a last tremendous effort, he picked Reavers up in his arms and ran to meet them. He heard the guard fire once, heard Campbell ordering the men to stand back. Then he staggered out of the stockade and dropped his heavy burden on the ground. Behind him, Campbell and the guard slammed shut the gate, and within the cries and curses of the men rose in one awful wail, the cry of a blood mob cheated of its prey. Reavers rose slowly, first to his hands and knees, then to his feet. He looked at Toppy, and the only expression upon his face was a sneer. "'You damn fool!' he laughed. "'You poor weak sister! You'll be sorry before morning that you didn't let the men finish that job!' He turned, and without another word went staggering away to the building where he and the guards lived. End of chapter 20 Recording by Roger Moline